You're listening to the Film Marketing Academy podcast, the audio series dedicated to helping filmmakers create better film marketing campaigns faster. Join your host, Pascal Fintoni, for what promises to be an exciting and intriguing voyage of discovery filled with advice, stories, and film marketing ideas. Thank you for tuning in. And now, on with today's episode of the Film Marketing Academy podcast. So today we're going to be talking about the the launch of the marketing campaign of Mission Impossible 7, Dead Reckoning Part 1. Let's watch a trailer. Well, it's definitely a Mission Impossible film. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And it was, it's always beautifully filmed as well. And then you have the great storytelling. You've got the great kind of intrigue, the action. Uh, everything is there. It's, um, I mean, it, I, I suppose it's it's the seventh movie. It's a it's a franchise that's been around. We all know the motives. It's like James Bond. There are things about a, a, a Mission Impossible film that you just take for granted. You know, incredible stunts, incredible locations, beautiful cinematography. Um, you know, as you say, great storytelling, glamorous locations, I guess as well. And all of that is included within this trailer. So already we know that this is going to be an incredibly exciting film and and again you know i'll 
I watched the last one, Fallout, and we reviewed that mm. in an earlier episode of um, Two Geeks in the Marketing Podcast. And that is an incredible film with some incredible locations and incredible stunts and some incredible storytelling. And you do wonder, is it absolutely possible for them to <laughs> exceed what they achieved in the last film? And the answer is probably yes. Um, and some of the things we're going to talk about coming up proves that they have put so much work into some of the stunts in this film that it almost beggars belief how much work has been put into some of these stunts. And I just know that because of all that work, it is going to be a spectacle. Yeah. What I think is is important to mention, uh, and it can be easily forgotten, is that the amount of work they put into the story line and the characters and how they are dealing with what is happening because i think to me that's one of the reasons this franchise lasted so long is that actually you you see you know uh the, the characters going through a, a number of, of incidents and you could mm. say you know okay this is now time for the stunt this is now time for the body to do this and so on but actually you're taking into an emotional level about concerns for the main characters and saying well where do we go from there you know what, what's going to happen and so on and, and that to me is where they've got it right you know we we didn't get to the point where we felt right this has gone too long now i don't care anymore or I don't get it. Why is he reacting like this? You know, I think there's a there's a uh, there's a truth about the character arc since you know the very very first one that uh, I think is really 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 helping. And therefore, I mean, I'm looking forward to actually seeing what's going to happen to them as much as enjoying the stunts and so on. And I think the trailer is being um, is in line with that. I think which is. We're gonna we're gonna really entertain you, but you're gonna be also taken on this journey with the characters you've you've learned to love. But in fact, there's not much dialogue in this trailer. <laughs> I mean, in fact, I might be I might be wrong. I should have checked before we started. But there's only one line of dialogue in the actual trailer, and that's from the the f the old the old boss character from quite a few films ago who hasn't mm. been in it for a while almost like saying to ethan hunt you know you're you're a has been and you you know you're out of, out of time and all of that sort of thing the rest of it is just done from a cut of and a montage of shots isn't it no completely and i think um on i would therefore qualify what we've we've seen all together as a teaser trailer mm. and then i suppose you and i after reviewing you know now 91 um movies why 91 because of course we reviewed no time to die twice we seem to get familiar with the the tempo and the rhythm and i think there's going to be future trailers maybe some character spotlights and so on yes. which is why it's so exciting to just look, be looking at the launch and when we think about the, the marketing campaign roger what, what has been interesting uh, about this one is there was murmurs about the work but actually there was also the clarity about the announcement and memories failing i'm going to say it was early 2019 where uh, tom cruise announced that there would be seven and eight or they would be filmed more or less together and am i misremembering but did he say at the same time and this is it this, these are the last ones yeah i think that's it so january the 14th 2019 
they announced, or Tom Cruise announced, the seventh and eighth films shot back to back with mm -hmm. Christopher McQuarrie as the director. Interestingly, I hadn't realised that Rogue Nation and Fallout, which were the previous two, were also shot back to back. Yeah. I didn't know that until mm. I did the uh, the notes for this. Uh, but it just goes to show how incredible those two movies were. I wouldn't have thought they were shot back to back, having watched them. Now, the original intention was for the films to be released. 23rd of June, sorry, 23rd of July 2021 for the first one and August the 5th, 2022 for the second. And of course, our old friend COVID got in the way. The pandemic came along. And if you actually read some of the production articles, they have just been hit with so many problems. Not only did mm. the pandemic shut down the production for the first lockdown, but it also created a lot of trouble later on when they got the whole crew back together i think some people within the team got covid and they decided that they'd have to shut down again for a second time rather than risk the entire crew getting infected and then other things happened such as some of the locations that they'd already scouted out to do some of the um, effect shots to do some of the stunts the local governments, the local um, population decided to change their mind and they then had to go away and re-scout for similar locations because some of the shots had already been filmed. So they had to find replacement places that looked the same. So it did seem to me as if they were hit with quite a lot of issues mm. compounded by the pandemic. Um, and because of all that, the, the films have been rescheduled several times, but we've been given these dates now that July the 14th, 2023, this year, is Mission Impossible 7, and the next one, the final one, will be June the 28th, 2024. And you're absolutely right. Um, Tom Cruise is on record as saying that that's it then. They'll effectively wrap up the story of Ethan Hunt and his compatriots, wow. and there won't be any more films. Now, you and I know what Hollywood's like. <laughs> if, this, if, this, if this movie makes an absolute fortune like it probably will it may well be that like maverick <laughs> they get tempted to come back in the future but you know sometimes I, I i just wonder i just think sometimes there has to be a natural end mission impossible isn't like james bond where you can recast the actor to mm. uh you know ethan hunt is ethan hunt it's not they've not done that james bond thing where every couple of films it's a new person acting it's always been tom cruise so if they were to do mission impossible again i think it would have to be a totally and utter completely different reboot different characters everything it, it wouldn't be right to bring these people back again even older yeah and no, absolutely so what is interesting listening to you and and you know putting myself in in, in the shoes of the other marketing team is to kind of stop and go stop you know and, and go and as a result of which you could be concerned about the audience goodwill to just even be interested you know it's almost mm -hmm. like that syndrome where if you wait too long for something eventually you, you lose interest so so they had to reignite interest with a bit of a bang and i think they got that right yeah now we know that Tom Cruise does his own stunts. Mm -hmm. and, and I remember reading, um, and it, when we talked about it, didn't we, for Fallout, you know that scene where he jumps out of the back of the um, cargo plane? He did that about 150 times, didn't he, to get the right shots? 150 times. I wouldn't even jump out of an aeroplane once. He did it 150 times. Now, <clears throat> around about last summer, 
um, and this was released at CinemaCon in 2022, they issued a video of Tom Cruise sitting on the top wing of a biplane as it was flying over South Africa. And he then starts to give people some snippets about <laughs> not only not, I mean, he, he actually pays, he actually makes reference to Top Gun Maverick. So it was That's around right. about yeah, the time yeah, yeah, that yeah. Top Gun Maverick came out. So he says, thanks for watching Top Gun Maverick. We're here in South Africa. We're filming Mission Impossible. We are getting it to you. It's going to be fantastic. And, and Pascal, the guy is on the top of a biplane about 10,000 feet above this most incredible South African landscape. He's on this biplane and then halfway through and he's talking to the camera. It's a bit windy as you would expect. And another biplane flies in behind him and Christopher McClory, the, the director of these films, is sat in the other biplane, this yeah, yeah. yellow biplane. And you know that there's going to be another plane in front of them filming this. And then after um, after uh, Tom Cruise has delivered, de delivered his lines, the two biplanes just bank away and drop out of the camera right down. And you think they must have spent weeks and weeks just prepping that teaser. I mean, you just don't say, I tell you what, I tell you what, uh, Chris, Tom, let's just hire a couple of biplanes and pop up into the sky and film a quick trailer for Mission Impossible. <laughs> this would have taken, this was, this was, you know, as technically complex as any, it, it's a bit more laid back. Yes, he's not in character. He's sat there saying, hey, everybody, I'm sat mm. on the top of a biplane. But the amount of work that must have gone into just creating that is, to me, remarkable. And what was interesting was literally um, a stunt that became a PR stunt that yeah. then was because I mean, what, what they did, and interestingly, this was the summer and this still gets shared. I still got someone sending me uh, <laughs> via WhatsApp. Have you seen this? I said, yeah, pretty much everybody has last year. But so they're still discovering new audiences. What was remarkable about the filming, a, I couldn't believe how good the audio was, bearing in mind the, the situation up in the air, flying and so on. And I've watched it several times. I couldn't tell, but it looks as though the only thing that Tom Cruise is doing is hanging on with his with one of his hand on the basically a very thick leather strap. And it doesn't look like there's anything else in terms of a harness and so on. Maybe there is, and it's good moving magic, and that's what they do. But when that kind of um, you know aircraft starts to tilt to the side and kind of dies down. I'm thinking the G-force must be quite something, and I hope this got very well. I know he's got very strong arms, but uh, that was quite something. And and I think because of the sense <laughs> of peril, that's why people were just completely aghast. Yeah, uh, uh, unbelievable, unbelievable. And and this sort of continued. I mean, there hasn't been. Let's face it, there hasn't been much marketing for this film just yet. We know the release date. We've mm -hmm. got the teaser trailer. We haven't had a post yet, as far as I could find. We haven't had any character spots, as you predict there will be, and I'm sure there will be loads of character spots. There may be even location spots and that sort of thing. The new actors, the old actors, I mean, obviously there's quite a few of the older characters coming back in addition to the fact that we're getting some new um, friends and foes coming back into it. But they really do seem to be focusing in on teasing us with quite a few of the stunts. Now, the next video that I came across on YouTube, and this is Again, utterly astonishing. The title of the video is The Biggest Stunt in Cinema History. Now, this is a behind-the-scenes video that apparently was first shown to theatre owners at CinemaCon back in 2021. So, again, they managed to keep this 
under wraps. That's something, isn't it? You know, how the hell that didn't leak, goodness knows. But then, of course, it was released just before Christmas 2022. And it's a 10-minute video about how they prepared for this stunt, which is going to be in Mission Impossible 7. And effectively, it's um, Tom Cruise driving a motorcycle over the top of this cliff. And this cliff has got an indented bowl shape to its um, its sheer cliff face. And the motorbike goes down and he, and he plummets and then pulls out a, a, a parachute all the way down. And this video goes into a lot of detail as to how they prepped for this. So they had him do the motorcycle test jumps and apparently they did 13,000 test jumps. I mean, get your head around that, Pascal. 13,000 test jumps. And as, and as Tom Cruise said, he had to be absolute needle accurate from his takeoff point to his landing point to keep it safe. And that's why they did 13,000 jumps. And then they did 50, sorry, 500 skydives to practice just the pulling of the parachute and then of course eventually they then filmed him riding the cycle over the edge falling all the way down and then pulling the um the parachute and this is a this is a 10 minute video now anybody who watches that video is now going to go and see the film because they're going to want to see how that stunt works out in the context of the movie because what was very clever about this particular youtube video is that whilst they give us an incredible amount of detail as to how they set the stunt up we actually don't really see what the ultimate final result is and that is just fascinating isn't it? you want to know i want to know all that work what's it going to actually look like in the context of the movie so to me it's genius that they've done this because it will make anybody who watches it want to go and see the movie I think it, it takes us back to, I'm going to say it was one of your creator shanties, I could be wrong, about show the work. And, excuse me, the, <coughs> the um, interestingly, this particular video, I mean, the, the PR stunt and the stunt that we mentioned about, about on the aircraft, I get. This is a 10-minute documentary. This is essentially, like, you watch it and you're completely enthralled. I mean, I watch it twice and time just flies by as you watch it. And as you you have the narration, you have you know the the cutaways. You've got all sort of stuff going on. So again, to your point about the production value and what they've done. So you had obviously the VIP treatment. You could see this at the IMAX, and eventually it was released. And what has been fascinating, you know, you call it the biggest stunt in movie history. Every single kind of um, blogger, uh, a formal you know media companies as well as informal bloggers, have used the same title. Can I just you know kind of take us away from the world of film? This is SEO magic because <laughs> for the next few centuries, whenever someone Google's, if Google's still around, you know what is the biggest stunt in film history? That's going to be number one yes. everywhere. So there's also I love the marketing tactic of claim your labels. You know, use your own mm -hmm. hashtag emojis mm -hmm. and so on. Mm -hmm. and do that 
But normally, historically, this would have been an extra when you bought the Blu-ray, right? Yeah, yeah. And here we are now completely reversing everything, saying, I tell you what, bear in mind that you guys have been waiting since 2019 for this. We're not going to kind of shortchange you. We're going to reignite your interest. And we're going to show you two things, you know, the, the PR stunt about making the announcement. And we're going to show you the craft. And we're going to show you that as storytellers, as kind of entertainers, we put the work in and here is a 10 minute documentary as a gift to all of you i suppose that's if there are any advantages of the delays this mm. must be it the fact that they've got so much in the bag already that they could afford the time that they effectively lost to do this to give these big teasers do you think there'll be more like this before the film gets released nope no, I don't no. think so. And no. I tell you, I tell you why is um, because otherwise you give um, too much away on, on this yeah. occasion. But also, um, this is the one that people would keep sharing and going back to. I think they're going to be delving into uh, different elements of of of, of the um, the production uh, and so on. Um, that, so that would be my suggestion, which is that th this this is the, the biggest. So if you were to show it something else, it would be of lesser impact and lesser interest. My conviction, because actually Denise was asking me, you know, now that, that we watch it, I mean, bless her, she had to watch it twice with me because I was so interested. She said, well, does it not spoil the movie for you? I said, no, because actually I have some confidence that two things, by the time we watch it, as, as you mentioned, I'll be so taken by the story. When it presents itself, I'll, I'll get excited, but I'm absolutely sure it will look different as well. Oh, I don't yeah. think we've seen, no. you know, the, the angle they've gone for. We've not seen the, the montage that they're going to go for. No, and of course, that big ramp that they've built, mm. <laughs> that'll be green screened out or something, won't it? So I think what they've been very clever is they've shown how they've performed the stunt, but we have absolutely no no idea what the context of the stunt actually is. And that, yeah. to me, is the genius bit. Now, listen, thank you so much for choosing. I think we're starting with uh, literally a bang in yeah. 23 with uh, yeah. Mission Impossible 7, Dead Reckoning Part 1. And what I'm taking away is that sometimes a teaser campaign can start big and huge. You know, other mm -hmm. teaser campaign we've looked at start with a little whisper and then grows and grows and grows over time. Um, you know, Rings of Power comes to mind as, as one that we've reviewed and so on. Um, you could argue actually a fallout starting with just a black and white shot mm -hmm. of a clapperboard uh, on the Tom Cruise official account, and then it built up. And here they went, now nah, let, let's reverse it and let's give the audience something that celebrate the art of um, movie and, and storytelling. Absolutely. No, I can't wait. And as we said, there's going to be, I'm sure, a poster soon. I mean, I would expect a poster very soon. Uh, and I'm sure that we are going to get character spots coming out. I mean, let's face it, we've got a lot of returning characters. Rebecca Ferguson, Vanessa Kirby, they've all been it before. Simon Pegg, obviously. Um, Ving Rhymes is back. Also, one of the new villains is, hmm. uh, I'm not sure I'll pronounce this right, Issei Morales, he, yeah. play, he played a, a really nasty character in the Ozark series on Netflix. He is a terrifying uh, Latin American actor, so I can't wait to see what he what role he's playing. And I would expect they'll be doing some profiles on these characters very soon. 
Super. Well, listen, I hope you don't mind, but on behalf of obvious listeners for 2K Martin Podcast, could I ask you to kind of come back? Um, I know you will be part of the show, but um, be take the lead for a full review of the marketing campaign yeah. in July of this year. What we Absolutely. could be looking at from uh, from January onwards, what has happened to push Mission Impossible 7 Dead Reckoning Part 1. Everyone, Definitely. this has been episode 92 the very first of 2023 it's been really good Roger to be back uh, in front of the microphone and uh, you know looking at you uh, internally so listen thank you for watching and listening as always we really thank you for your support please if you haven't saw or tell others to subscribe and leave your comment suggestion for the kind of content you want us to review uh, this year until next time go out there and make sure your marketing is done right here was Roger Edwards and I was Pascal Pintoni Thank you for listening to the Film Marketing Academy podcast, the audio series dedicated to helping filmmakers create better film marketing campaigns faster. For more information about our film marketing consultancy and training services, go to filmmarketingacademy.com and book your free discovery video call. And if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe and follow your host on social media for more updates.